Welcome to episode 104 of the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. Now, it's a week out to Comic-Con, and I have two lovely ladies who both work on camera for San Diego Comic-Con uh, for Marvel Live. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Hey, everyone. I'm Tamara Krinsky. I'm Marvel's West Coast correspondent. And I'm Lorraine Sink, and I host Thwip and the Marvel Minute. And I also have red hair like Tamara. Woo-hoo. You can only have gingers online. Online? Sure. Online. It's online. <laughs> online live. It's on, on the, the internet. internet. Online live from Marvel.com. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all, we've obviously already decided to go insane because it's... Uh, I don't have a different setting. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is there anything different? No, usually? especially when you're talking about San Diego Comic-Con, which is the Crazy. biggest, craziest convention Crazy. that we do here at Marvel Live. It is everything and anything goes. And what the greatest part about Marvel Live and San Diego Comic-Con is that we're in the booth. So we are literally like on the second story of the Marvel booth in the middle of Comic-Con, and we get to watch all of it happen at our feet. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I think we have the best seat in the house because we get to see all the crowds and see all the cool stuff and see the signings and see people walk through, and we don't have to be in the masses. It's it's very special. <laughs> it's a very special experience. It is. You get to see everything happening. And for someone like me who's who's on the Wii side, getting a, that bird's eye view is a really nice advantage. <laughs> so why don't you guys talk a little bit about what Marvel Live is for those at home who have never tuned in during St. Or New York Comic Con. I know you do it's crazy. That to yourself. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. What is it? Ten hours of coverage every day. It, ten hours of madcap insanity with comics. With comics. <laughs> artists, with writers, with celebrities. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. So, Marvel Live is our show that we do, like Judy said, 10 hours a day at marvel.com and also on our YouTube channel. And it's us doing interviews all day. We're talking about the big breaking news that's coming out of the panels. We have special exclusives. You get to see all kinds of special things that are happening happening only at the booth that you can only see at Comic-Con or if you're watching Marvel Live. Exactly. So, if you cannot be in San Diego, it is the next best thing. And it's a really interactive experience because during those 10 hours, we are constantly monitoring our social channels so that you can chit-chat with us and ask questions. We'll ask your questions to the people that we're interviewing. So it's a lot of back and forth. Yeah, that's kind of my favorite part is interacting with the I fans. Know. Me too. Because <laughs> we kind of feel like we're hanging out with you guys all day. <laughs> we're like, oh, our friends in Spain have a great question. It's Sophia, you know we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, I would say the few times that I'm on live it's so great to have people ask questions from the from like the internet because sometimes you've you've talked to this this maybe this cosplayer before or this you know celebrity before and you've asked all your questions and sometimes the fans have really interesting questions that you may never thought of to ask oh yeah and everybody has such different interests you know i i love that where someone's like has a really niche interest about some tiny project that they did like 20 years ago that you would just not know necessarily and they're like oh well what about this and you're like amazing yeah it's brilliant 
Yeah, and especially because there may be people who, you know, we've never met before either, but you guys have been following for a long time. So to be able to finally get your questions to them directly is great because despite working for Marvel, we do not actually have mind-reading superpowers. Oh, if only. I know. I know. I don't actually know if I want to read people's minds, especially at Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would have that Phoenix moment of being overloaded. You'd be like, ah, because there's a jillion people. Yeah. yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people. And there's a lot of things happening. I think that's what's really cool, both at San Diego and New York, but specifically at San Diego, because Hollywood picks itself up and shifts it shifts itself down into San Diego, you get celebrities from all spectrums of shows and TV shows. And so we're not just talking to, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy cast or the S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. We're talking to people from MTV shows, from, you know, FX shows, all this stuff. And so it's a really good opportunity for us to talk to people who are comics fans that we may not have known. And so they're like, oh, wait a minute, I want to come to Marvel and talk about that and talk about art or talk about, you know, whatever aspect of the the industry or the business that they're into. And you find out that, like, someone's got a closet full of comic books, which you might never have known. Yeah. And, too, like you said about shifting down Hollywood from San Diego, it's so fun because if you've never been to San Diego Comic-Con, it's kind of like summer camp for nerds. (laughs) Like, it's the best thing, because there are all these people that shift down from Hollywood, and I don't think that you would have the cool experience if it were actually in L.A., because everybody's staying at hotels, so they don't have necessarily their family there, so everybody's going out, hanging out, they're there on the con floor during the day, and it's such a magical, special experience that only kind of happens there. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, I I love going to Comic-Con, because of both, both not only like we get to inter- we get to meet all these different people, but it's our LA crew, it's our LA family. Yay. Which tomorrow you're technically part of our LA family. I oh. am part of the LA family. Oh. Bring the little West Coast. Yeah, throwing uh, while we sit in a New York City office, which is exciting. That's right. I'm out here for a visit, so I got to come and chat with these ladies. Yeah, I know. My favorite thing is that Tamara is from the East Coast and I'm from the West Coast, but I live on the East Coast and she lives on the West Coast, <laughs> and we both have red hair, so be confused. <laughs> I'm the tall one. Yeah, I was yeah. like. The height difference is pretty staggering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you see us in person, no problem. Yeah, you'll know. You'll know. Well, I always like when tomorrow's around because she and I are the same height. So It's good to have someone to see at yes. Especially when we interview short cosplayers and then we're all just short together. Right, exactly. Judy and I were talking about this before. She's like, I love when tomorrow's here. <laughs> I'm so short. <laughs> yeah, well, so, so, oh, so going back to the... Um, uh, the the sort of random group of celebrities that we get. How do you guys prepare? I mean, obviously you know what's going on in Agents of Shield, and you know what's happening in our movies. But like when we get people like from Team Wolf, how do you prepare for that? You watch Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, that's where the internet is such an amazing tool because, um, yeah, we, we, we Google them and uh, we read about them and we follow their Twitters and Instagrams and Vines and all kinds of things like that. So I give Tamara huge kudos, too, because she is a sleuth on the internet. <laughs> she will find things out and, like, put things together that are so brilliant, like... Uh, what was it from one of our red carpets that we both did together? There were a couple of celebrities from a film that were like both from Kansas oh, or something. Yeah, it was actually it was Paul Rudd. Yeah, and that's right. It was during Ant Man. I'm trying Marvel's Ant Man. I'm trying to remember who the other Kansian was. Kansasian? Yeah. Was Kansian? it um, Kurt Desmalchen? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, they, but they were both from the same place, and she was just like, oh, so you guys are both from here. And I was like, how? 
I'm so impressed. I was just so <laughs> impressed. So Tamara has like crazy mad skills. I'll give her that. Wait, lower the bar. Don't set expectations so high. Although, if you're listening to this and you know some interesting random trivia about some of the Marvel family folk mm-hmm. who we might be talking to, send them our way because we can use that. Yeah, for sure. And then there are some people that you can't prepare for because sometimes people will just be like, hey, we're here. We love Marvel. Can we come on? And we're like, we want to have you on. Let's figure out how we can fit you on the show. And that's the magic of live, you know? <laughs> and so sometimes you're like, who's coming on? What's their show? Great. Awesome. And you just fly by the seat of your pants and you hope that you have enough sort of general knowledge or a quick Google enough to like get through. But most people are so wonderful and so lovely that you can kind of just have a great conversation no yeah. matter what. I mean, if they're showing up at the booth to talk about what's going on with Marvel stuff, then you already have something in common. And also, it's not like we're TMZ. Like, no <laughs> one's showing up to do like a gotcha moment and make anybody look bad. Like, people know when they come up to the booth, they're there to like hang out and have a good time. And so sometimes it's just cool to meet somebody new and like kind of find out why they're there. And I love I love that being able to just find out something totally new about somebody. Yeah, and I kind of love it when the conversation just devolves into like, well, what were you into in high school? Because <laughs> it's like so universal, but we all have that stuff that we're like, yeah, I'm super passionate about whatever, you know, and it's super fun. Or when we're on uh, live and we find out that we have the same birthdays as Tyler Posey. (laughs) (laughs) Libras. Yeah, as as, as both myself and Tyler Posey pull out our, our, like, IDs to, like, prove that we're the same age. (laughs) But that's the type of stuff that happens on live. It's not, you know, it's not as organized as sort of the red carpets are. The red carpets are, like, everything is, like, scheduled. You know when the celebrities are coming. No, you don't. Well, there is a schedule of when they're supposed to appear, but not necessarily when you're going to get them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but like you sort of know what's what's happening, what's going on. But with like Comic Con, like we do have like a, a base schedule that we'll post on Marvel.com. You can sort of see who's coming each day, but. Sometimes the people that show up randomly are the people that sort of make the experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and two, it's also the difference between, like, us doing a red carpet Mm -hmm. and us doing the live show is about eight hours a day. You know, so we're on the red carpet for maybe two or three hours. It's a wonderful gig because you just kind of get there and you go for it and you hope you're prepared. And live is a marathon. Yeah. Red carpet is a sprint. Exactly. You have to have some serious, serious stamina for the Comic-Con marathon. However, I will say the clothes are a little bit more comfortable. Way more comfortable, for sure. Yeah. Although my favorite thing ever is this year for the red carpet for Marvel's Captain America Civil War, Tamara and I like went out in our fancy dresses to get Italian food because we were so hungry. <laughs> so we just like happened into like a mall piazza right. area. Because it's LA, Italian so you food. go eat in a mall. Uh, which was pretty solid. Yeah, we, we definitely got some interesting looks. <laughs> yeah, we were in, like, ball gowns, and everyone's, like, in jeans. <laughs> Did you guys change your shoes, at least? Not we at, we have not yet changed our shoes at that point, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, we were totally fancy. Yeah, we were we were in it, and we owned it. Fancy yes. was fettuccine. Although, I think the year before oh. that, we did hamburgers. We did. <laughs> Wait, and we actually, we found a cocktail that was called, like, the ginger, the redhead. The redhead, the redheaded... Something, something inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> and we both had them. Yes, we did. You can find them on our Instagram. <laughs> that's true. I feel like that's how you should celebrate every live segment. Yeah, with a... Maybe not kids-friendly. Well, <laughs> whatever. That's all right. It's fine. That's fine. It was, it was a head cranberry juice in it, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, Marble Live. You, we've been doing this for... 
five, six years. And you guys have both joined us for like three, three years now? Four years? I think this will be my fourth. This will be my third. And I know you've been there at least a year, if not two yeah. years longer than I have. So so that's like a hundred hours of uh, oh my God. Of live shows. <laughs> I don't want to think about it that way. It's so <laughs> intense. But yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite moment from a hundred hours? I think my favorite moment is, I, so I love Paul Rudd. I love him. Not in a weird way, maybe in a weird way. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I just love him, and I finally got to meet him and interview him, and he was there with Peyton Reed, the director of Ant-Man, and Michael Douglas, and I, I think a couple other folks were there, too, and they were teasing Peyton Reed about being a virgin. What? A Comic-Con virgin. A Comic-Con virgin. Okay. But it quickly devolved, and it was the most wonderful uh, train off the rails, <laughs> just delighting in Paul Rudd being delightful Paul Rudd moment for me. I was just like, I'm in it. I'm here. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I would say for me, there were probably two moments last year that stand out. One of them was the meetup for the Peggy Carters at oh, the booth, yes. where you just looked out and you saw a sea of the, of the hats, and that was awesome. Um, but then the other moment I loved was when we interviewed the cast from uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., oh, and yeah. me and them, and he was so adamant about them all being up there together that, uh, yeah, we just, we just let it go. So that was pretty great. It was, it was like, uh, if you, I mean, it was at the at that moment, you realize how many people were on Agents of Shield. Yeah, yeah it's true. You're like, oh, this is an ensemble show. Yes, mm, exactly. So, and it was like, I mean, you guys talked about like funny things. Didn't like someone hit someone else with like they were like playing with toys. Yeah, we had a bunch of toys up there, so they were mm-hmm. playing with toys. They were playing with Mjolnir. They were doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, that that's the the hijinks that can happen at uh, at the Marvel booth when you bring when you bring sort of different types of people that want to have fun because at that point you know the cast of Shield had probably done like a whole you know they had done their press all the interviews red carpet they just wanted to have fun and well and that's I would say that's the other difference between like Comic Con and the red carpet red carpet's a little more formal you know Mm -hmm. most of the time when we're interviewing the cast on the red carpet they have not seen the movie yet Mm -hmm. so they're a little usually a little nervous sometimes. Um, whereas, like, at Comic-Con, everyone's just really loose, so you get some really goofy things that happen, which I love. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of my favorite thing, too, is you get to see people being people, which I think is always, like, the most fun thing. Because you see people being actors all the time mm-hmm. or being directors or whatever, and so yeah. it's fun to see people just like, I'm hanging out at Comic-Con, being one of you guys. It's the best. Yeah. Well, yeah. especially the S.H.I.E.L.D. And, um, and Agent Carter cast, they both love their fans so oh, yeah. much. And they love each other. Yes. Yeah. So they it's, it's just it's so much it's so much fun to have them on the stage, but also at the same time like insanity because like <laughs> it's like there's a moment in the line going down the table of like a pause where like you know, someone fan is talking to one of them for a little longer, like Clark Greg will get up and like walk over into the audience and start talking to people, or like Ming Na Wen will get up and like in her heels, like go over and jump down off the stage mm-hmm. and we have to be like, No, no, come back, come back, but it's so but it's like it's those so things. sweet, yeah. yeah. Too, you know. I I do love that because so many people that work on these films and on these shows genuinely love the fans so much. You know, to see sometimes uh, people just like giving fans hugs and photos, and you know, it's it's hard for people too. If if you ever go up to a celebrity and they don't have have time 
trust us. It, they would love to do it, but it's they're often on a really tight schedule. They have people around them. They can't they can't do it for everyone. But it's so nice when they can take a minute to do it because you can tell it like fills their heart so much. You know, I I watched people. I watched a celebrity walk by somebody who had a phone case that was like one of the cast of Shield, and they were like, "You have a Shield phone case? I want to take a picture with you in your phone case." And they took it on their <laughs> phone, and it was just like the cutest thing to me. I was like, "This is so precious to me." I yeah. don't know. It's just so great. Yeah. And I, I, that's sort of to me why Comic Con is the one thing like every year I look forward to because it's the few moments where we all get together and there's like 40, 50 people in the booth and we all work mm-hmm. 11 hour days, 12 hour days, and we all know each other. And so, but, and then moments like that happen and we sort of like we get, we get to see what our impact is on the fans overall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Having that back and forth is, is really, really gratifying. Last year, actually, there was a little girl who came up to me. She wasn't little. She was maybe 13 or 14, but she came up to me and she's like, I watch your show every week and I'm really into comics. And I, and she was like, what you do means so much. And it was the sweetest, Aww. most touching thing to me. And I like went and I, I hunted down some comics and I brought her some comics because I was like so touched by it. And she was like, weepy eyed and like thank you will you sign it I was like oh my god it would be my pleasure I mean like that's what I live for to like have those moments with the fans where you feel like you, you know what you do matters it's like incredible you know yeah yeah, no, I was actually, I was doing a play last summer while Comic-Con was happening, so I, I luckily was able to kind of come down in between performances. I was a little crazy. Go, go Amtrak. Safe up, <laughs> safe up. Um, but that said, it turned, I found out that one of my castmates was a huge, huge comics fan. He, um, he came, I didn't know this, he comes down every year, and now he started bringing his sons. Aww. So they actually came by the booth, because we got off on the same day from the show, um, we, the, the way... Anyway, it doesn't matter. We were able to both get off. And they actually came to the booth with the sons and visited. And, like, to be able to sort of share that world together, oh. to go from, like, our theater geek moment together to our uh, our comic geek moment together was really fun. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for Comic-Con. Yeah. I mean, I'm also slightly terrified because it's, you know, five days of 12-hour days nonstop. Oh, come on. You love it. Yeah, yeah this I is like my seventh year, I think. pack for Comic-Con. <laughs> that is what I am nervous about. I've got a lot of packing to do over the next couple days. Yeah. I just shove a lot of stuff in a suitcase and just roll out the door. It's fine. Yeah, I pretty yeah. much just accept I'm like, I'm bringing everything I own. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lean into it. Tamara has been my roommate, so she knows how I pack. I wasn't going to say anything. I was not going to bring it up. I mean, when we were in Chile, I made a comment about all your hair products. I take good care. (laughs) I have a product for anything you could want your hair to do. I have a product for it. She's a very good roommate that way, because if I forget something, she's got it. That's very true, actually. I was like, do you have this thing? When we were in Chile, I had like my little travel bag of my small soaps (laughs) and like my makeup. And then she was like... All over the the I bring full bottles of everything. Like I don't put anything (laughs) in travel containers. I want to know. I have a gallon of shampoo with me, just in case. I don't know. It's my travel compulsion. Wait a sec. Go back to the small soaps. Do you actually have like? I'm like picturing a little like collection of small soaps. Well, I I travel so much that I just take the soaps from the hotel rooms. I mean, I'm also at a hotel room, so... Right. But this is, like, this is me who's traveled. This is a person who used to travel, like, and still travels now at least once a month, if not twice a month. Like, I have, like, a little bag that's literally ready to go 
if I need to, like, if I forgot to pack something, I could just go grab the bag and everything's in the bag. Like, this is, like, off copy God topic, but I have, like, a little bag in there full of bobby pins and, and, like, hair ties and stuff like that. And then I have, like, extra makeup in there just in case, like, I lose or, like, break mm-hmm. my makeup and I have an extra, like, like eyeshadow thing in there. Anyway, speaking of, so this is actually an important topic, getting yeah, back to is. Comic-Con. <laughs> like, any suggestions for those of you who have not packed yet and are about to, like, Comic-Con Essentials? Um, Band-Aids and blister blocker. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be walking all day, wear shoes that are comfortable, bring sneakers. Oh, yeah. my lord. Pre-blisters, I couldn't say that word. There's this stuff called anti-glide. That's like basically this like uh, yeah the blister blockers yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. like oh, a deodorant yeah, yeah, yeah. stick for your feet yes it's and also awesome. speaking of deodorant bring pack a little mini travel deodorant yes your Please. friends yes. will appreciate it yes yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like always just having you know comfortable shoes is such a good suggestion it's so important and like comfortable shoes that are are going to be comfortable for ten hour days on yeah. your feet yeah. standing on non cushiony stuff like concrete think, mm-hmm. yeah I think you're standing on concrete a little bit of sunblock. Well, I never go outside. Well, you don't go outside. Do you outside. I don't go outside, but just if we're talking like about the welfare, that's true. Of our, that's true. Yeah, they have really nice weather there if you go outside. Because there is a yeah. lot of stuff that happens outside. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Actually. All the best stuff is happening inside at the booth, of course. Obviously, but you have to Pops. get to the booth, and sometimes there are lines you have yeah. to stand on, so it can get kind of sunny. And I always say, bring a snack and bring water because nobody likes somebody hangry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and water. You just need to hydrate. I think too, you can walk around all day and you just forget that because you're constantly inundated with cool stuff and you just don't drink water and you're like, I feel terrible. Why do I feel terrible? Oh, because I ate like 16 hours ago and I drank half a cup of water today. Along those lines, a breath mint or two is always a good idea. (laughs) Especially if you're on live. Yeah. (laughs) Or you're talking to people. Yeah, just remember what you ate for lunch that day or breakfast if yeah. you haven't eaten lunch yet. I, w- I would always say, like, bring a hoodie or, like, something. Because yeah. it yeah. actually is, because, like, there's so many people there in the middle of the day, in the morning, the comfort is cold. It's mm-hmm. freezing. So I always have, like, an extra hoodie that I leave at the booth because we have, like, a little space in the backstage to leave stuff. And then poster tube. Yeah, that's oh, a good one. I always forget to buy a poster tube. I mean, I always forget to bring the one that I have that's reusable, and then I have to buy a new one when I'm there. So save money, bring a poster tube, and put. Sh- and because you're going to buy art, because there's tons of great art there to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's true. I I also think like if you don't want to carry a bag, bring one of those like little expandable bags. You know, oh, like yeah. the little tiny ones that fit inside a container, and then and you then flip go, it inside pshoo! out, and it becomes a bag. Because you're going to buy stuff. Don't. Oh yeah. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> Just accept it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on that mark, if you've never been to Comic Con, it's all about logistics because certain mm-hmm. things drop at certain times of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, certain you're you know certain you places. Get those exclusives. Yeah, yeah. Like things like Hasbro, you need to get a ticket upstairs to then stand in the Hasbro line downstairs. Mm-hmm. So you want to think about when you want to get in line for that. And then obviously you want to, if you want to get signing tickets or the way that the Marvel signings at the booth work is we're a little different than uh, what Comic-Con does is we do a sort of like a raffle sort of system where we put have a bunch of cards in a, in a bucket and you put your hand in it. And then you <laughs> either you pull out and you ticket and you either win or you don't. So we do those first thing uh, every morning when we do have a signing. Um, and uh, you guys can see, and it's, uh, it's, it's the signings are free, and you, you never know who's going to show up for any of the signings, or what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 So, and we're a week out, and we we're, we still have not released our schedule of what's happening at the booth, but uh, we will definitely be having signings, so you guys should tune in and see what 
who's coming, from what spectrum. And of course we'll have panels, which we'll have live blogs of panels. Mm -hmm. You know, Ben Morse will be here in the office, live blogging away, talking about all the stuff that's happening. And, uh, and that's always really cool, especially if you love comics. You're going to hear a ton of news about what's coming out of that. And then also we're going to have entertainment panels, so you're going to hear mm-hmm. the cool things that are coming out in the future. Yeah, and we record all of the comic panels that we will that we will show on the live show if we have time, depending on like how many guests we have. So if you guys aren't able to come to sort of like the Cup of Joe panel or the, you know, the Breaking Into Comics panel or the Women of Marvel panel, it's all going to be recorded and be up on um, Marvel Live at some point during the weekend. So at Marvel Live, uh, you guys can find it on marvel.com slash SDCC2016. It's going to be our hub for all the news for Comic-Con, where you guys can look at our social. We're going to have a great social feed, so you can see what's happening on our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebooks. Uh, We'll probably (laughs) be doing Snapchat, so make sure you guys follow Marvel on Snapchat. Uh, plus, we'll be having um, all the live blogs that you mentioned what ben, Ben's going to be doing. Um, and uh, and then you can also follow Marvel Live if you go to youtube.com slash Marvel. Mm-hmm. And we'll be um, sort of, we'll, we'll, we'll be clicking. That's not the word. I forgot what the word's <laughs> called. But basically, we're going to be taking different specific interviews throughout the day. Mm-hmm. and um, Clipping them. Clipping them. I started yeah. with the right so sound. So we'll share, we'll share like little clips of different interviews. Yeah, so little teases. You'll catch some of them. If you're not able to watch them on live, you can watch them later on the YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. so we're... we're um, but we won't be able to we won't be able to ask questions later on. So yes. do tune in live if you can. Yes. Oh yeah, and tweet us your questions and hashtag Marvel SDCC mm-hmm. and we'll answer them on live. Yes. And we'll be Marvel Live will be live from ten AM to seven PM PST. So that's specific time. So you East Coasters make sure you know that it's gonna not gonna be on for three hours after that. Sleep in. Sleep in, yeah, or go to work and then pay attention at 1 (laughs) o'clock. Just in time for lunch. It's the perfect lunchtime companion. Yes, exactly. Uh, Make sure you guys tune in to uh, Goodnight Comic Con because I think that's usually when the most hijinks happen. It is the magic hour when everyone no longer cares is what I like to call it. No, I think we're just all having such a blast. It's like party time by that point. And plus we got all the news of the day. Exactly. So we'll be able to catch you up. And I'm just saying there has been an improvised musical moment or two. <laughs> That's true. Yep, yep. Anything can happen at Goodnight Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those listening at home, where can they follow you guys on? Uh, you can follow me at Lorraine Sink on Twitter, and please watch the Marvel Minute on Mondays and Thwip, the Big Marvel Show that's hosted with uh, myself and Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M. Uh, and that's on YouTube and marvel.com slash Thwip every Wednesday. And you can find me at Tamara Krinsky on Twitter and Instagram and pretty much everywhere else. And you can also check us out on YouTube. I'm part of a group called Sirens, S-C-I-R-E-N-S. You can find us there, too. Great. Well, thank you for joining with me. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, everyone go home and pack, because that's what we're about to do. (laughs) (laughs) We will check you guys next week. This is Marvel, your universe. And for those attending San Diego Comic-Con, do not miss the Women of Marvel panel on Sunday, July 24th at 12.30 p.m. in room 6DE. We have a great group of panelists, including Lorraine Sink, Adri Cohen, Sana Amanad, G. Willow Wilson, Anne Foley, and yours truly, plus some secret guests. So stay tuned.
As always, if you have questions or suggestions, please email us at womanof at marvel.com or tweet at Marvel with hashtag womanofmarvel. Hopefully, we'll see you all at San Diego Comic-Con next week. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>